Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. Maybe you gamble away the money and your spouse doesn't yet know. Maybe you have a porn addiction and your spouse hasn't yet found out. Maybe you've had an affair and so far your spouse doesn't know about that. It could be a hundred different kinds of things, but we get asked the question a lot. I did something that I know would hurt my spouse if he or she knew. Should I tell? We want to talk about that today on Relationship Radio. This is Relationship Radio, an extension of Marriage Helper International. Hosted by renowned marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, and CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes. We answer your questions directly with research-based principles that you can implement immediately. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Relationship Radio. When and how to tell what you've done. That is the premise of what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. I am Kimberly Holmes. I am the CEO at Marriage Helper, joined today by the fantastic, the eloquent, (laughs) the voice that all of you listen to this show for in the first place, Dr. Joe Beam. Okay, what do you want this time? (laughs) (laughs) So this is really when and how to tell what you want, not when and how to tell what you've done. No, this is how to tell. We're talking about when and how to tell what you've done. It's a big topic. And we have some heavy questions that have come in of people who are really asking, I have done some hurtful things. When should I or should I at all reveal what I've done? What are some of the key things that we need to think about? And does do our listeners need to think about as we're thinking about this question? The first thing I'm going to say about that may sound wrong. You may think, mm-hmm. wait a minute, Dr. Beam, you're off on this. But think about it this way. It's not always the best thing to do is to tell about something that's happened beforehand. Now, stay with me before you get angry. We don't ever want to help anybody get away with anything. So just understand that. Our principle is we don't help you hide your bad stuff. But at the same time, sometimes people have let some period of time go between what they did and whether they're thinking about telling their spouse about it now. And so we would ask some questions. Why now? Why do you want to do this? And specifically, who does it benefit? For example, I know of a situation where a guy, uh, he had gone to a church retreat, a men's retreat, actually, at his church. And the speaker said, if you want to be closer to your wife than you've ever been, go back and tell her anything you've ever done wrong since the day you married. Well, he came back and he told his wife about an extramarital affair he had, which was a one-night, one-time-only thing 20-something years ago, thinking that somehow that was going to make them closer. Of 
course, what it did was it upset her terribly. She began to say things such as, the last 20 years have been a lie. Now, again, we're not trying to help you lie. We're not trying to help you get away with anything. But we'd say, sometimes you have to look at the situation and ask, who benefits? In that particular situation, did she benefit? Actually, no, it tore her life to pieces. Did he benefit? Not in any way, shape, fashion, or form. Did the marriage itself benefit? No. As a matter of fact, they wound up in our workshop for marriages in crisis. And when they left the workshop, she was letting me know, I'm never going to forgive him. This marriage is over. It's been a lie for all these years. I'm done. Now you're saying, are you then trying to imply, Dr. Beam, that he would have been better off not to tell her about what he had done 20 years ago? I'm not implying that. I'm actually saying that. Now, you can disagree, and we understand that. But the principle that I'm working from is who benefits. Now, there are more important things we've got to talk about. That's because that's not the only factor. But that's the factor we start with. If no one's going to benefit, why are you doing this? So do you really think that he was able to be completely open and honest with her, knowing that he was holding a lie? Probably at the outset, no. But he was a religious man. He had asked God to forgive him, and he felt that God had forgiven him. And and so to begin with, probably, yeah, there was some sensitivity like, I have to hide things from my wife, those kinds of things. But with a little bit of time, as they continued to grow together and continued to get mm-hmm. into the relationship that they would develop over 20 years, mm-hmm. I'm quite sure that it became such a thing in his distant past mm-hmm. that it really didn't matter mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. in terms of how it affected them. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's possible to do that. But that's one of the key points we have to talk about. Mm. Not everybody can get past that. And we always ask people this question, okay, in deciding whether you're going to tell or not, how does what you did affect you when it comes to your relationship? Mm. Do you live in shame or guilt or fear? Does it keep you from being as close to your spouse as you want to be? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to that is yes, then okay, now we're talking about something different. Mm. Now it's going to become a process where you probably should, as a matter of fact, might even use the word need, that you need to tell your spouse what you did. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with if it's not going to benefit anybody and you've been able to move past it, then why do you have to bring that up now? Should should I tell my Mother, for example, that I stole a comic book when I was nine. Mm-hmm. Well, where's the benefit? Does that benefit her? Does that benefit me? And when it comes to a marriage, if it's not going to benefit anybody, then is it wise to do that? Mm-hmm. Even in the book of Proverbs, if you're religious, it says only a fool speaks his whole heart, meaning you don't have to tell everything you think or feel. Mm-hmm. Are there times when you need to tell? Absolutely. But not always. Mm-hmm. So to play devil's advocate. Okay, please do. If I'm, so let's just say I had an affair. This should never be cut and used in its own, <laughs> its own thing because people are going to take so it out of context. it's emphatic that you have never had an affair. This I, is totally an illustration. This is totally an illustration. But if I listened to that, and let's say I had it six months ago. Mm-hmm. If I listened to what you just said, I could take it to say, okay, I just need to keep hiding it for 10 years. Because the longer we get from this, 
then I'll be in the blue or I'll be in the clear blue, right? I won't have to admit anything because I'll just work on making the relationship good now and I won't have to deal with the consequences of any of my actions. As a matter of fact, in a few minutes, we actually have a question from one of our listeners. It's a very similar question to that. So let's answer that when we talk about her question. Okay. Are you okay? Sounds great. Okay. All right. Now, if and when you do tell, Mm-hmm. In other words, it is hurting our relationship. Therefore, my spouse has a right to know. Mm-hmm. I, I need to do something with this now. If indeed you do tell, then try as best you can to remove the shock factor. What I mean by that is it's going to hurt no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've gambled away $30,000 and I'm going to have to tell my spouse. Or I've been involved in this other thing that he or she would not like and and I need to tell them it's going to be kind of rough when I do. You can't remove entirely the shock factor. It's going to hurt them. If they don't see it coming, they don't expect it, it's going to hurt. But do the best you can. Make sure that you've got a, an environment where that it's as safe as it can be, emotionally speaking, where that, that you don't have to worry about other people overhearing, for example, or the kids or anybody like that, and that you're in a conversation where you're really trying to understand each other. You don't just blurt it out of the blue. You try to set it up as best you can to make it it's not going to make it easy for the other spouse, but to at least make it where it's not quite as hard mm-hmm. for the other spouse. Mm-hmm. Now, are there some other factors about whether you should tell or not in addition to, well, um, is it is it keeping me from being as close to you as I want? Yeah, there's some other factors as well. And as we go through these questions, let's talk about some of these other factors, which like, okay, based on that factor, should I tell or should I not? And so right now, if it's okay with you, let's just have one of our team members read a question from a woman that uh, she sent in on this topic. Hey guys, my name's Amanda Carlson and I work with Marriage Helper as a Facebook admin. Dr. Beam and Kimberly have asked me to read a question that was submitted by one of our listeners for today's episode. We have a listener that has submitted the following question. I am the wayward spouse and I had an affair with a mutual friend and someone who is also from our church community. If it is revealed, it would affect a lot of relationships beyond ours. Can a marriage fully reconcile if a spouse does not disclose an affair? All right. So this is similar to the question I asked you just a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Does this man or... Actually, this is a woman. That's right. It's Mm -hmm. a woman. Does this woman just say, I'm going to hide it for the next 10, 15 years. Let's get past this, bury it as much as I can, and then we'll be fine. Okay, well, let's answer her question in pieces. Okay. The first thing she says is, can a marriage fully reconcile if the spouse doesn't know? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is, yes, mm. it's possible. But, as a matter of fact, not just a but, there are several buts here. Mm. One thing we recommend is this. Not only do you decide based on whether it's still affecting you or not. In other words, I, I just can't be as close to him as I want to be because I carry this knowledge. Or... um Anything having to do with a relationship, the shame, the guilt, whatever. I can't get past this. I feel still feel guilty today. In those cases, you really need to do something about it. But there's another factor we haven't mentioned yet, and that's this. If there's any other way the spouse can find out, while it will hurt to hear it from you, it will hurt a whole lot more if they find out in some other way. And so one of the criteria would be if the possibility exists— mm that he, in this case, a he, can find out about your affair because it was with one of your friends 
a mutual friend and someone from your church community. If that happened, I would think that the possibility of the spouse finding out is extremely high. Mm-hmm. What's the old thing about two people can keep a secret if one of them is dead? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty true. Pretty true. Because you never know what the other person's going to do, when they're right. going to do it, how they're going to do it, etc. And I would say if there's even the slightest possibility that your spouse can find out some other way, then it's no longer a question of should you, it's a question of how. Mm-hmm. Because as I just said, and I'm being redundant, as much as it hurts to hear it from you, it's going to hurt a whole lot more to hear it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we've already talked about, if it's affecting your relationship or affecting your emotions, then I think you're going to need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now, understand that when that happens, it's going to be like, but this may end my marriage. Mm-hmm. If I tell my husband or my wife that I did this, that, or the other, it may be all over. And that's correct. It may be. We'll do everything we can to help you. And we have a pretty good track record, but it's not 100%. We can't guarantee you that we can help you save your marriage. But as I said to one lady, uh, this was a few years ago, she said, I still deal with the guilt. I still feel badly about all this. I can't be as close to him as I want. And I said, uh, she was 30 years old. And I said, you guys can easily be married 45 more years. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like this for another 45 years? That, no, you are going to have to deal with this. And that means you're going to need to tell him. She replied, he'll divorce me. And I said, that's right. He may. But think about living the way you're living, the guilt that you feel, the shame that you have, etc. You, if you can't live the rest of your life like this without it affecting you in very negative ways, which means it's going to affect your husband in very negative ways, your relationship in very negative ways. And therefore, I would find it to be important. Now, the last thing she said, Kimberly, was, well, but if, if it comes out, other people are going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Should that be a factor saying, well, okay, since it might hurt other people, I better keep it private? How do you think about that? I think it's a, I think it's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to look at it in the sense of it would affect. Okay. Here's what I go back to. Yes. It would affect a lot of relationships like the person she had an affair with right. and his family, right. but also it's a consequence of the action. That's correct. And so you need, I guess that's the balance. How do you know what is the right thing to do? Uh, And there is the crux of the matter, Mm -hmm. which will do the most amount of good and the least amount of harm. Again, we're not going to try to help anybody ever get away with anything. That's not how we roll. Mm -hmm. But the question of how, how do we do it where the fewest people are hurt and the most people are benefited from it. And often a person is not going to make that decision wisely by themselves. Nor are they Mm -hmm. going to make that decision wisely by asking their friends or family. Right. Because friends and family, no matter how much they love you and care about you, they're going to give you whatever comes to the top of their head based on what they feel about you and based on what they feel about what you've done. So if they're offended by it, it's like, yes, you need to suffer. If they love you very much, no, let's, let's hide it and let nobody else ever find out about it. And so if you're going to get the advice that's going to be wise, I would find a neutral party who understands something about marriages and relationships and communities. In other words, 
somebody who is unbiased, preferably a trained professional. Now, some people would think that would be their minister or their pastor, and that may be true. But then again, if their minister or pastor really doesn't have any training in how to deal with relationships and marriage, then he might not be the best person to talk to either. So who would you recommend that they get counsel from in making such a decision? Well, of course, marriage helper. (laughs) I would trust no other. Certainly you don't mean that, that you would trust no other. I would, I would trust a couple of counselors I know in Alabama. There's a, there's a short <laughs> list of people I would trust. So there are people out there who are good people that, there are. that we trust. There but, are. But we train our people on these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, we do. We do. And going back to what you said about the friends and family, getting the advice from them, you've just added another person in that circle who knows a secret that you don't know when, how, or where they're going to tell it. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's also part of that. Part of this, as bad as this might sound, which is controlling the narrative. So if you tell, if you decide this is going to be the best and this is how I want to do it, with you being the first to do it, you get to control more of how it's said, when it's said, where it's said mm-hmm. for the best benefit possible. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I think it's a hard question because if I because I am the kind of person who would just tell Rob everything. And I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that people need to use some wisdom. And so it's it's uh, much more likely that if it's been six months or a year, it's much more likely that the answer will be, yeah, you really should. But let's say it's been a decade. Let's say it's a husband who uh, went to a strip club on one of his business trips 15 years ago. Should he go tell his wife about that now? And I'm back to, well, who benefits and who gets mm-hmm. hurt? What's, what's the advantage? What's the good that comes from this? Now, if you want to be biblical about it, and I realize a lot of our audience is not, uh, we're told in Ephesians that you tell others what builds them up according to their needs. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about you. right? It's about what do the other people need. Is this going to create a harm that doesn't necessarily have to exist? Or is it something I really need to deal with? Because if I don't, the harm is going to be even bigger. So it's not always easy. And I certainly wouldn't flip a coin. Yeah. I would find good, wise advice. Right. So would you recommend that if somebody needs that kind of advice that they would contact and interact with one of our coaches? Because in this particular situation, if the spouse doesn't yet know, it might be difficult to say, why don't you come to the workshop with me? Mm -hmm. Would you say coaching? Would you say one of our other products? What What do we offer that can help them the most? You know, you can still, I would still make the focus coming to the workshop because it's going to also help the person. Mm, No, here's what I would recommend. That the person who had the affair go to our solo spouse workshop because they will learn more about why they did what they did, how it happened and how to forgive themselves, move forward and do the right things to continue to make their relationship strong. And it may give them some wisdom into how to handle this situation going forward. That's good. I hadn't thought about that just like that, but that's very good. Because in three days of the things we talk about, intensive things about relationships, it will help them reach the point where they'll have better wisdom about whether I should tell this or not. Right. Because now it's not just somebody sitting down with you for a half hour and helping you think it through. It's three entire days of education that get you there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the solo spouse workshop could be extremely good here. Mm-hmm. Although, Kimberly, we've had couples come to the uh, couples workshop mm-hmm. 
Uh, and during the workshop itself, the spouse mm-hmm. actually tells the other about the thing. I'm thinking right now of a couple of, that uh, went on the, well, you know, the Montel Williams show a few years ago. I was on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Used to air here in America, syndicated. And a couple went on with me. And she was telling Montel that on the second day of the workshop, that evening, she decided to tell her husband about her two affairs that she had had. Now, she's sitting in his audience, and their marriage was doing fantastically well. And he said he didn't know. She said no. And you didn't think he could find out about it? She said no. He said, then why did you do it? Basically, she kind of pointed to me and said, he told me to. (laughs) She didn't do it exactly like that, but it was almost like that. And Montel looked at me like, are you the stupidest guy on the planet? Well, there is an adage that's actually out of scripture if you're into that kind of thing, which says the truth shall set you free. And so solo workshop, if you're trying to figure out how to do it, what did I just do wrong? You didn't do anything wrong. But how do you reconcile that, the truth shall set you free, with the the other concept, which is there's wisdom in knowing when to tell and when not to tell? Mm-hmm. Because the truth shall set you free is in the same book that says only a fool speaks his whole heart. <laughs> and so the truth does not always have to be telling every single thing that happened. Even when they do confess, they're confessing an affair. Yeah. We recommend heartily, don't give details. Right. Did you kiss her? Of course, you could put a million different verbs there. Well, maybe not a million, but quite a few. <laughs> and and we would say, we would recommend you ask not to answer that question because it's going to create a visual, which just leads to more harm. So not every little thing has to be shared. Okay. So solo spouse workshop to help you decide without a doubt. If you can get your spouse to come to the couples workshop with you, then if you decide to do it, then you'll have us around you. Right. Other people that, that can be on your side and help you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the benefit of the spouse who, in this situation, the husband who doesn't know, mm-hmm. is able to hear more about how affairs happen, why they happen, and kind of take some of the, the power away from it mm-hmm. and be able to process it better. And plus, they'll, they'll be surrounded by a bunch of people who have experienced affairs. And people who care and people who can help. Yep. Well, we're kind of running out of time, so let's go to the next question. Another one of our team members will read this question for us, and then let's answer it before we end the program today. Hey, you guys. My name is Ashley Collins, and I work on the Facebook admin team for Marriage Helper. Dr. Joanne Kimberly asked me to read a question submitted by one of our listeners for today's episode. This person asked, I want to reconcile with my spouse. I had a limer affair with someone else. I now realize the type of affair I was dealing with. The question is, how do I tell my spouse about the affair? I want to come clean to them and not lie anymore, but I don't know how. Okay, so to be clear, would you talk someone out of telling that they've had an affair if they've decided that they want to do it? No. Like, I'm very unlikely to talk to somebody into telling. What I want to do is to teach the principles and let people make their own decisions. Okay. Because of the fact that I don't have to live with whatever consequences occur. Mm-hmm. They do. Right. So it really needs to be their decision. That makes sense. Okay. So in this case, this man has, or no, this woman, once again, we have a woman, this woman has decided she wants to reconcile. So what is the best thing for her to do? 
Yeah, she's saying, okay, how do I tell him about my affair? Mm-hmm. Well, we would recommend that you pay attention to everything we've talked about in this program, but several programs for this. Go back and listen to them again, because we've been talking about communication in various different ways. Mm-hmm. And, and make notes, write those things down, get the best ideas. And then when you do tell him, we've already talked about this even in this program, do your best to reduce the shock factor. Now, you can't reduce it all. But make sure it's in a place that's comfortable and where you can talk to each other without fear uh, of reprisal of some kind, where that you don't have to worry about other people overhearing. And typically, you don't just blurt it out. You kind of set it up. There's something that uh, is on my heart, something that bothers me, and, and I would like to talk to you about that. Is, is this a good time for me to do that? Then expect a very negative reaction. Mm-hmm. Don't think just because I'm being noble and honest and, and honorable and I'm going to tell you what I did that your immediate response is going to be, oh, honey, I'm so proud of you telling me the truth. I love you dearly. We'll, I'll forgive you. We'll get over it. Can that happen? Yes. Is it going to happen? No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no. It's, it, it's possible, but highly, highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. And so expect a negative reaction and don't react to the negative reaction when it happens. Understand it, accept it. So if, if you tell your wife this, for example, or whatever it was, like I've gambled away the money, and she starts to weep, then be understanding of her weeping. Don't say, don't cry, we'll make it okay. If she gets angry, don't say, why are you mad? I'm telling you the truth, we'll work it out. Could you just believe in me? Don't, whatever negative reaction they may have, they may yell at you, they may call your names, they may be throwing things across the room. If that happens, you need a duck. But otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, try not to react to the negative reaction. Anticipate and expect they're going to react it. I mean, there's another key point here, Kimberly. Mm. What's that? To not justify yourself. And this is so important because then it negates any of the feelings that they might feel or any of the, well, we haven't said apologize at this point, but... It really just tries to diminish the effect and the impact of what has happened. So don't do it. Don't try to justify yourself or explain it away. Well, I had an affair, but it was because. Mm. Just don't even say the word but. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Never. Never try to blame it on anybody but you. Right. Except full responsibility. And if you're thinking, but but there are other people who had a factor in this. Okay, but this is not the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't try to explain it away. Right. You know, if my mama had treated me better when I was four, don't try to explain it away. <laughs> don't try to justify it in any shape, fashion, or form. And then humbly ask for forgiveness, understanding it's the other person's decision. Mm. But asking for forgiveness is a very important thing to do. Indicate remorse if you have it. Mm-hmm. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about how that sometimes people indicate too much remorse. Mm. But indicate remorse if you feel it. Ask for forgiveness And Kimberly, that's not going to fix it. That's just step one. Mm. So what next? Mm. Well, the next thing is to seek the right kind of help. Mm -hmm. This has only unleashed the Pandora's box. (laughs) It's only opened it, but it does not have to be over. Mm -hmm. And at Marriage Helper, we have worked with thousands of couples with this exact situation where there's been an affair or even if they've gambled the money away. I mean, tons of different situations. Yes. And in this episode, it just happens to be that many of the questions submitted have to be done with affairs, but you're right. There's many other things that people hide for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so get the help to restore trust, to rebuild trust and accountability 
and the things that need to happen in order to rebuild the relationship because it, those things are going to need to intentionally happen. And so if you go to our website, marriagehelper.com, marriagehelper.com, click the tab that says workshops. And then under that, there's a place that we can put your information so one of our client representatives can contact you. The, the CRs are not therapists or counselors, but they'll listen for a few minutes to understand your situation where you are. And then they can guide you to whatever service we have that can best help you. It might be the workshop. It may be coaching. It may be something else. But those people can hear that, uh, understand that, and lead you to the right resource because they have a few minutes to listen to your story. Now, again, they're not counselors or therapists, but they will listen for a couple of minutes, make sure they understand what's going on, and guide you to whatever we can do that can help you. Mm -hmm. So, Kimberly, we're just really out of time. So what are the key Mm -hmm. takeaways for today? Number one is be wise in what you share. Don't try to get away with anything, but also consider the harm that telling or sharing could cause versus the benefit. And this is difficult. So we really do recommend, we do talk about this in our workshop. We Mm -hmm. do work with this with, we do work through these principles with the people Mm -hmm. that we work with. Mm -hmm. Number two, don't let your spouse find out some other way. That is the worst way that Mm -hmm. they could find out. Mm -hmm. So be sure to include that in the decision process. If there's any other way they could find out, then be sure it comes from you. Number three, be patient with your spouse's reaction. This is new to them. It may have happened. You may have done this thing a week, a month, a year, 10 years ago, but for them, it happened right now. Mm -hmm. So be patient with how they react to you and don't justify or explain away why you did what you did. The key is to seek forgiveness and take full responsibility for Mm -hmm. what you did. Mm -hmm. So that leaves us some questions about forgiveness. Mm. And then the first of the programs about forgiveness we're going to do will be in the next episode. So Kimberly and I are going to be ending up this part. There's a couple of more things for you here. Please stay with that. And then we'll start talking about how do I get my spouse to forgive me in the next episode of Relationship Radio. So we did this course, and I think the um, some of the best things are the amount of tools you get that you can utilize not only during the course, but you get to take home with you and utilize for weeks, months to come. Um, you know, for us personally, communication was a really tough one. And um, by learning to look at yourself inwardly, you teach yourself how to talk, communicate, break down some barriers, and um, just an incredible amount of tools, like useful things that um, I was probably, I wasn't closed off to coming, but I was maybe doubtful as to what was going to happen in this. And um, I just feel equipped to go forward from this. So. so in the way that I found out about this course was through my cousin, her and uh, her husband took this course. They're from Alberta. I just shared with her where we were at with some things. And she said, well, uh, have I got something for you? And so she suggested Marriage Helper. And I started with taking the Pies Boot Camp and the Smart Kit or the Smart Tool Kit. I think it is. There's a, quite a few things I feel like I've taken and read, and the YouTubes and the the information is just amazing. The workshop itself, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I was nervous, and I was nervous because when I asked him, I, I didn't want him to feel afraid to be here. Um, it's been great. The tools, taking the bricks off the wall. You don't realize half, we've been together 27 years and and bricks get put up. So we didn't realize that. This gave us the tools to learn how to take those bricks down. So 
I look forward to us learning to communicate and learning to get to know each other all over again. And it's because of Marriage Helper. So thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. We exist to help save marriages and strengthen families. We look forward to interacting with you on the next episode of Relationship Radio.